and welcome back to the Underappreciated uh, under Movie <laughs> Podcast. Sorry, I just had a stroke. Talk to we me when you're ready. We <laughs> are going to be coming up with a new opening sequence, but until then, enjoy me ramble about nonsense for the last 15 seconds. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. Action adventure? Question mark? We take turns <laughs> selecting from our movie genres, movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Boom! Nailed it without his note. <laughs> Today's pick on the podcast is Carly's pick. A Hunt for the Wilder People from 2016. The very first request we ever got. <laughs> who was this to request from, or do we not remember? It was from our friend Brian. Our friend Brian. <laughs> the fireman. Fireman Brian. He requested this before we started the podcast. Damn. <laughs> when we started putting out feelers. Well, congratulations. That's a long time ago. friend Brian. It I only took me 232 episodes. <laughs> right on time. Wow. <laughs> so much has happened since the request to now. Yeah. I wonder if he listens. I doubt it. <laughs> if you do. He gave up. <laughs> he if gave you up do, around 150. He's like, fuck this. Like us on Instagram or something. I, I, or, or you could just send me a text. I did remember my phone the request. But <laughs> yeah. I want to say at the time, it wasn't free anywhere. And I like to watch movies before I pick them. So we appreciate that. We have so. our first prize giveaway. <laughs> if you text me, Brian, I will buy you lunch. Oh, snap. Oh, and that's for real. That's for real. <laughs> well, it has to be that specific Brian. Yeah, not just that Brian. Brian. Not any Brian. That one so Brian. he guesses your phone number. They're not and, and he knows them. who he is. Mm-hmm. All right. So this movie came out in 2016. It was written and directed by Taika Waititi. Really? What else has he done? Well, he's a welcome back to the podcast from Thor Ragnarok. Wonderful yeah. flick. <laughs> um, what he, we do in the shadows. He also, Tony loves some what we do in the shadows. I was to go to Thor Ragnarok. Well, no. <laughs> However, it has a show that that Tony just watched yesterday. So, <laughs> other writing credits go to Barry Crump, who wrote the book that the movie is based off, which is called Wild Pork and Watercress. And I like that title better. <laughs> the, the truck Crumpy that appears in the movie is named after him. Aww. And then there was additional writing <clears throat> by someone named Arepa Kahi. Who didn't really have any other stuff, but those are all our writers. Mm-hmm. And then we're starring Sam Neill. Welcome back to the podcast. Everybody who's a welcome back is from Thor Ragnarok. So Sam We've Neill. We've never done another Sam Neill? Race Tony has not been Horizon yet. That's because he didn't pick Jurassic Park as a birthday pick. And not yet. A mistake. It'll be coming. Eventually. Is it? Eventually. Is it? Rachel House was Topaz Terminator in Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Welcome back Four. to the podcast. <laughs> She's um, great. <laughs> she is great. Trash. <laughs> she was great in this, dude. It doesn't even start with a B. Booze Hag. No, Booze Hag. Booze Hag. Taika Waititi is in the movie. Yeah, he plays he the us. minister. And, and as soon as I saw him and he starts talking, the first thing comes to mind, piss off, ghost. <laughs> and then there's someone named Toss Hugh. You off. I can't have remember who he is in the movie. <laughs> he but... is the Bushman, spoilers, that tries to kill Hook oh, at the yes. end. And he was also in Thor Ragnarok as a lead scrapper. Oh, so, look so playing a shit that in next. <laughs> he played Clifton in What We Do in the Shadows. You're a fighter? Clifton. Well, food. That guy? Yes, probably. Yeah. 
Um, and then we also have Julian Demison, if I can read my handwriting correctly, who was the kid who's in Deadpool. Firefest. Christmas Chronicles 2 and Godzilla vs. Kong. Did you notice yes, all he was in Godzilla vs. Kong. He was in all his movies, he has an obsession with being a gangster. Like, there was really no <laughs> yeah. purpose for him That's in right. that movie. But then there was no. really no purpose for anyone in that movie. <laughs> what movie? Godzilla vs. Yes. Kong vs. Kong. He, like, he had, People were there was no, part of that movie. He was, fine, he was great in that. He was fine. But what do you say, great there, in that? Yeah. yeah, I mean, he did great with the material he was given. I find him enjoyable when he's not talking about his um, prison wallet. Prison wallet. <laughs> but um, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. But What's a the gangster? thing about Godzilla versus Kong, which I enjoyed, is that the people are real pointless. <laughs> and it, like in real life. And much like the end of Timer, it really kind of pissed me off <laughs> because there wow, weren't callback. He didn't find more Kongs at the end. Spoilers oh, for yeah. Godzilla. There was just Kong. He <laughs> seemed very happy, but at the same I'm time, I wanted up. more Kongs. We did that movie, yes? I feel Not yet. No, I, I, I agree. watched it. Mm. <laughs> we haven't done any of them yet. Oh, I could. 59%. I'm pretty sure I could do all oh, yeah. of the Godzilla movies. Watch me, movies. Watch me get on that son of a bitch and make it a 60. I think I looked. Really? Should Carly. I? All right, let me. So, let me, you talk about this movie, Carly, because yeah, you should talk for a half hour about some shit. We also have Rice Darby, who is in the new Jumanji movies as Nigel, and he plays Psycho Sam in this movie. And then and I thought the I should mention Rima Tewaita. Reba. Probably saying her name wrong. She's a single working But she's mom. the one that plays no. Bella. Sing mom, work so hard. She was in a whole lot of episodes of a show called Full Frontal. No. Okay. I won't. <laughs> Is she a single mom who works real hard too? I don't know. I did not look She's further into her. <laughs> I mean, no one's as tough as Reba. No. This movie has an 81 uh, Metacritic score, a 97% tomato meter, a 91% audience score, and a 7.9 on IMDb. How did we get this in again? It's is the monies. Oh, the monies. <laughs> it doesn't have a budget. It didn't make any written that I could see. Well, then how do you know they're making the money? Well, in the United States and Canada, it only made $5.2 million. you got to think it would cost more than that to make this. <laughs> I would hope well, it would cost more to get Sam Neill to show up. <laughs> it made $23.9 million worldwide. I'm, I don't know what the budget on this means. Hold on. The Blair Witch there was, was like something 16. in the trivia, though. <laughs> this is the first local feature to gross more than um, $1 million. One new... One million dollars. Not dollars, New, Ze New Zealand dollars. It's opening weekend at the New Zealand box office. I don't know what the exchange This is the most successful local New Zealand feature. Oh, Sorry. Well, it, but we are not local to New Zealand. But we are in the United States where nobody saw this movie. <laughs> I mean, people didn't see it. I think that in the United States. But I think it could be argued that this was an extremely successful movie. In <laughs> I think New Zealand. The, <laughs> at the end I'm of the day, saying, what did it cost to make? Because it made $23 million worldwide. It so you figure out of that 23 the theaters are taking about 40% of that. <laughs> I think this movie well, probably So now we're like, we're looking at like. $2 million. I think this is. $13, $14 million. I'm sure it cost more than that to make that. I think it cost less than 10 to get Sam Neill to show up is probably about six. I oh. think it costs less than ten. And this prison wallet kid, he was probably cheap. Because <laughs> this is probably his first. first but I do want to say I recall Deadpool, there was so, yeah. a recent episode in which Elaine picked the movie and said that she thought that pretty much if any movie made less than twenty-five million dollars, it counted as underappreciated. <laughs> I didn't say it. I'm just saying I think an argument can be made. I don't made. recall I didn't that. say that I was but. making that argument. Oh shit! I don't have my reviews out, so we're not going to do this. We're skipping. Oh, I do that all the time. I want to know 
I know, but I completely Do like I did, just make some shit. <laughs> like, here's one from Bob. This movie is terrible. Well, here. So, what'd you think going in, John? I will say, this movie came out well, before wow. Ragnarok, so. Yes. She said, what do you think, John? And then you started talking. <laughs> we are not the same person. <laughs> I was thinking, I think I've heard of this, but I don't know what the hell it's about. All right. That's fair. I didn't know what it was about either. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Tony? Yeah, I had never heard of this. I didn't know anything about this. This movie, by the way, has 323 total reviews on IMTV. <laughs> total? Total. <laughs> it was probably just a Cannes film that nobody watched, you know. I thought, I've heard of this. Is it weird? Based on what I know about Jojo Rabbit, I bet this is weird. Please don't you know about Taika Waititi. Well, all I know about Taika Waititi is how great Thor Ragnarok is and the movie Jojo Rabbit that people complained about. <laughs> or well, really, really loved. You should watch what we do in Shadows then on FX. I'm curious about Thor Hulu. Love and Thunder. I mean, was Ragnarok just an, an anomaly? I don't think so based on... No, his stuff's funny. Never mind. I'll keep my thoughts to the end. <laughs> Watch right. what we do in channels. It's pretty good. Um, aren't you the same guy who told me I should watch? Jack I watched Frost one too? episode of that and I couldn't get into it, so I never. What did you watch? Which one did you watch? The first one. No, oh, so you shouldn't watch that. Everybody says that shit. I hate that. Like, <laughs> was that was a Black Mirror. I watched. I don't, one. I don't remember what the first. There, there was some. Well, well, no, Black like, Mirror. You should know. not watch the first episode. The, the pig on. episode. They yeah. were like, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> like, oh no, this show is awesome, man. I'm like, all right, fine. I watched the pilot. I was like, I'm never watching this yeah. again. Well, that's, Although you can't watch, you got to watch more. Just I'm like, no. The pilot's job is to get but, you to go. I want to watch the rest of the show. If you don't get me on the pilot, you failed at your job. Fuck you. Eat a dick. Move on. That I'm sorry, John is yelling at you podcast that one over. is different though because that one is an anthology it's just random episodes they yep. don't have anything to do with each other yep so you can bad. skip the pilot on that too bad they i do agree up. with you that they shouldn't the, have made that one the pilot they shouldn't have made the pilot <laughs> and yes you should make your, your pilot should be the best one of your you your know, best foot forward well, it's not usually the best it's one well, you know what i mean it should but be good it's got to be interesting it's, it's got to hook you something to sell to all of a sudden you have to give a shit about this show and be like i wonder what happens next yeah unfortunately it's usually the opposite. Go, most, most shows have terrible pilots. Go back and watch the first episode of The Sopranos. Like, even that holds up. You're like, wow, to I gotta see what happens to these characters. All right. So this guy Tony sounds like a real asshole. I have a review that I think is interesting. Oh, okay. here we go. Two gangsta for anything but haiku. Nine out of ten <laughs> from Pyro Sweet. Sitter. And it's, Pyro Sitter. There's, these are all haikus. <laughs> <laughs> good job, guy. Pyro Sitter, good job. Oh. Don't read them all. No, I won't. <laughs> it's an off-told plot here, stripped of cliche and adorably sharp. Taika Watiti blends Concord's quirky humor with blunt honesty. I'm probably not saying these right, but... <laughs> all these things and more, Hunt for the Wilder People is one of a kind. <laughs> So, anyways, I thought that one was kind of funny. And let me see if I can find... Those are my haikus I pulled off the internet. Those are his art. For zombies. It's his art. It's not my art. All right. Well, Somebody's neither, art. Well, neither was... Uh, we have a bad Love review. Time of Cholera, yes. but... <laughs> there are four bad reviews. Four one-star reviews. Yeah. Ah. This one is from Q8 Glace. Mm -hmm. One out of ten. It was so New bad that I have to complete just to write about it and warn others. I don't know what that means. 
<laughs> I won't rate this a zero because I, I think complain. the cast is trying to do something, but I'm not totally sure what it is. Once you're done watching this movie, the next day you won't remember watching it at all. I feel sorry for them, and I wish they'll do a better one in the future with a better plot, story, script, cast, and everything else. So, <laughs> I would say that they're, they're probably saying, I have to complain. Probably. I think that that complete <laughs> is an autocorrect fail. Um, check yourself before you post. Post me, wreck yourself. Because you kind of make yourself look bad. <laughs> like a complete idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Joke. So, I was laughing on the inside. I was waiting for you to explain it. Because you know that always makes it funny. It does. <laughs> Known facts. So the movie opens, chapter one, a real bad egg. I did really like how yeah. they broke this up in chapters. The I only thing is, them. I thought they needed another chapter at the end. But that's just me. <laughs> I wouldn't have called it after, at epilogue. I would have started sooner and called it the aftermath or something like that. It should have been <laughs> Hex Fallout. Oh no, it should have been Hex Haiku. <laughs> <sighs> but I think they should have started it like when they left in the cars, we should have started a new chapter. But that's just me. Did you take her face off? <laughs> It's been a while since I've done the old Sean Archer to you. Sean Archer? Gave it the Sean Archer. Oh, wow. <laughs> People are going to think that that's some kind of sex thing, but it's not. <laughs> no, you just take your hand and rub it across their face. Yeah. You don't know what the Sean Archer is. Go watch Face Off. Yes. <laughs> Friends, go back listen to our episode on Face Off. It wouldn't be a waste of your time. It wouldn't. All right, or watch the movie. movie. Either yes. one of those. Or both. Ricky Baker yeah. is brought to his new foster home out in the middle of nowhere where Bella is her new foster mother and Hector is Hector. <laughs> Hector is Hector. her husband. That's your fault. You did that. Yep. <laughs> See our episode of, of Troy. <laughs> <laughs> and Bella tells him to call them auntie and uncle. Uncle Heck and, and auntie Bella. Paula, the child welfare service lady, played by the lovely Topaz, Topaz <laughs> talks about how Ricky is a real bad egg and he doesn't want to be here. He gets out of the car, walks around the house, and gets back in the car. And the social worker has to get him to come out because no one else wants him, so he has to stay here. But she says, I have to do a survey of your property to make sure it's cool. Looks good. All right, I'll see you. <laughs> I like... She also... They're with a member of the police, Andy, uh-huh. who is a excellent tertiary <laughs> character. He's just he's just dumb enough to be not dumb, but funny. Mm-hmm. I love him. And they say they'll come back in about eight weeks to check on how things are going. Hector does not seem thrilled to have Ricky move in, but Bella does. And Ricky goes to bed after dinner and then sneaks out in the night. He makes it about 200 meters, still in view of the house, and falls asleep. He ran away. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't want to be here. And then Bella finds him. And she's just sitting by him when the dog wakes him up, and she's like... And she's smoking. Yeah. Can we talk about how... In 2016, she's smoking? They both smoke. It's New Zealand. Oh, that makes Honestly, it okay. I wasn't 100 sure they weren't smoking pot. <laughs> I actually they look like of, rolled cigarettes. New Zealand and and Australia, big pot. So I mean, well, I don't know, man. But I thought it was funny, and I have to point it out that he runs away from home into the bush. Uh huh. Okay? You said bush. Well, that's what they call it. It's the bush. <laughs> it's the bush. 
<laughs> and he has one of those sweatshirts that zips over his face. Yeah. <laughs> and when he decides to fall asleep in the bush, <laughs> he zips his face shut. I would never cover my face <laughs> in the motherfucking jungle. No, no, it's the bush. It's the outback. Like, I don't there's know. There's lots. One would say that there's boxes of bush. Uh, anyway, I don't know. It's a very, very overgrown bush. <laughs> Not, there's not a gardener in sight. Or, this, a, or this, a landing strip. This is some, like, bush. <laughs> but she's like... Looks like it hasn't been trimmed since, I don't know, the 70s. <laughs> she's like, come have breakfast. We're going to have pancakes and eggs and sausage. And then after you can run away again. Whatever. <laughs> but I want you to have a good meal before you run away. So he comes back and uh, and has breakfast. And then... Bella sends him to see if Hector wants him to do anything. And Hector says, leave me alone. And he's like, cool. <laughs> I can do that. And uh, the next morning, Bella is surprised that Ricky didn't run away. And he's like, well, I did. But then I forgot something. So I came back. And, um, and he asks if she's been in the jungle before. And she's like, the bush? Of course. She's from there. But it's a hard journey and it's easy to get lost. So she's not really planning to go back to where she's from until she dies. <laughs> Is this where he says his maggot haiku? I think so. Yes. <laughs> the one that he calls maggots. Yeah, look, yes. look, Ricky shares a couple of his haikus with her. <laughs> Did you write it down? No. <laughs> maggots, maggots, maggots. They, he says like wriggling in yeah. the carcass or something. I don't know. It's real... <laughs> It's a real gross haiku, and he tells her that he, one of the therapists he saw told him to make haikus to help him with his feelings. And she seems really grossed out by this maggot haiku, and then the same day, murders a wild thing. <laughs> like, it was real, I was not expecting that based on her reaction to the maggot haiku. Because he's like, yeah, I've got a lot of dead things around here. And she tries to help, get him to help with the chores. He doesn't want to skin dead animals. But uh, but they go out. He, she teaches him how to shoot, and they go hunting. And that's when they come across a wild pig, which Bella is very excited about. And she kills it with a knife while he watches and is covered in blood. And then she's like, do you want to help me gut it? And he faints. <laughs> <laughs> Like he would. As she, I mean, wipe, <laughs> she wipes off blood and smears hand. blood all over her face and says, you want to help me gut it? He passes the fuck out. I mean, this is where you start being terrified you're going to be murdered in your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> no, no elves and hobbits down there. They're not killing for pleasure. They're killing for food. Yes, but if you were Ricky, the bad egg, <laughs> who, heck, is very standoffish and won't, won't talk to anybody, and you've been here, what, three days, and you saw this woman viciously murder a... Am I the only one who hears the words bad egg and thinks of Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory? Nope. <laughs> no, thank you. She was a bad egg. <sighs> and then we don't know how long it's been. They don't really do time well in the very beginning of this movie. Could have been a day, could have been a year. But some time passed. It's his birthday. Where's <laughs> <laughs> his birthday? It's his 13th birthday, and Bella sings him a song about he was once rejected but is now accepted. And you, they give him a dog. And I read in the birthday. trivia the reason they did that is because they couldn't get the rights to the happy birthday song. Because <laughs> someone owns that. Now it's general domain, I think. 
I think it is public true domain. Now, mm. But it wasn't. It wasn't then. Yeah, recently, recent. within the last. So couple someone years, is like uber domain. rich because of the Happy Birthday song. Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but they gave him a dog. Heck has a dog. His dog's name is Zag. And Ricky had said, you should get a second dog and name it Zig. So I kind of thought he was going to name his dog Zig. I did, that too. That is not what he named <laughs> no. his dog. <laughs> no. What did he name his dog? Um, Tupac. Tupac. He's obsessed with gangster But he was. I think culture. that might be the, he, the actor. He thought about yeah. Megatron. Yes. Yeah. But was a better <laughs> and I was like, please, please, please. <laughs> nope. Bro, I was like, oh, Megatron. <laughs> nope. Our, you he know, wanted a name there was that a third option. the dog's vicious nature. Rodimus Prime. Oh, no. No, that wasn't it. A lame would have turned the TV off. Yeah. <laughs> Not watching this fucking movie. Hashtag not, not my dog. Hashtag not my prime. <laughs> Fuck you, Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> and Bella tells him that she's so glad they found him, but sorry that it took so long. And then he names the dog Tupac and plays with him all the time. And then she's like, Tupac, well, who's that? And he's like, well, he's, he's a really good rapper. He's like my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Tupac died in 1996. <laughs> like, before you were born, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that. You see kids nowadays like, dude, I saw a kid the other day with a, uh, a Nirvana t-shirt on. Yeah. I'm like, that dude's been dead since way before you were born. Why, why is this your favorite band? That you're wearing the t-shirt? I just, just appreciate old stuff, I guess. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't rocking out to Janis Joplin in the 90s. <laughs> the music still resonates with people. And I rock out to Janis Joplin now, so. <laughs> Did you in the 90s? No. There you go. All right, so I mean, I did do a little Jimmy Hendrix. John, did you know that you have a doctor's appointment tomorrow? I did, thank you. Because your doctor's office, ever since your surgery, texted me every time they have an appointment. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I should tell you. And friends, if you're curious, uh, Denise doing well. (laughs) (laughs) I also have an appointment tomorrow, but it's the chiropractor. (laughs) I have to go to work tomorrow. I have mine at it's at five fifty five my doctor's appointment, so that I have time to finish my work day and get there. <laughs> well, mine is at eight ten a.m. I would be Which, late to work. You know, when I was making those appointments, for some reason, I thought it was a day that I was working, and then I looked at my appointments, and went, "Oh, I'm off that day. <laughs> Why would I make an appointment for eight o'clock on the day I'm off? Then I got to get up and go and shit." So, oh man. So at some point later, like I said, we don't do time super well in the beginning. They run back to the house to Ricky and Tupac. Ricky and Tupac, and they find Hector crying over Bella because she has passed away. Mm. And then there's a very bizarre funeral led by Taika Waititi. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I wrote. Someone, I think it was Taika Waititi, was at a funeral. funeral That he was at, and they were like. What? <laughs> so you, along your path in life, you'll come across multiple doors. doors. One of them is. What? It's, it's got uh, all the yummy snacks yeah. behind it. <laughs> Doritos and. Did you ever that? that situation? Oh, shit, okay. There are always two doors to choose from. Through the first door, it's easy to get through that door. Excuse me. Through the first door, it's easy to get through that door. And on the other side, waiting for you are all the nummiest treats you can imagine Fanta, Doritos, LP, Burger Rings, Coke Zero. <laughs> but then there's the another door. door. And you know what's in that door? And somebody Jesus. says, Jesus. And he goes, no, another door. <laughs> and you know what's behind that door? And she yells, Jesus. <laughs> and he says, yes. Yes. He's tricky like that. He's tricky like that. <laughs> fucking shit. We know what Elaine's favorite line is. <laughs> it's so 
kept the tension, and I've written it down because of that, but it might not. And then I'm, I'm sitting there watching, and I'm like, is that a cardboard coffin? And then I, like I was like, could they not afford a coffin? I was like, oh, because they cremate her. Yeah. They do cardboard coffins, but they're going to cremate her sometimes. Please don't buy a real coffin and then yeah. cremate my body. What a waste of I money. I just didn't think of it. At the Chock time. full of nuts can. <laughs> just like. It's all I need. <laughs> just take. Don't like. Don't just put me in like a plastic bag and throw me in the You need to have this special urn <laughs> that was made by the monks and wherever the fuck. No, chock full of nuts can't be fine. I don't even know if they make chock full of nuts anymore. Folgers is good. Well, chapter two is called Another Door. <laughs> but I don't think this is the Jesus door. No. Unless it's holy Jesus. It's tricky like that. So. Unless it's sweet Lord Jesus, there's a fire. So Hector gives time for that. Ricky a letter to read. Somebody with barbecue. from the child welfare people. And they're going to come take him back because Bella has gone. Or Bella has died. And he's like, they can't do that. This is home now. I don't want to leave. And Hector's like... Suck it up. <laughs> He's like, you don't have I a don't choice. Want you. He's like, I don't even want you. Bella wanted you and never wanted you. Fuck off, ghost. He's like... And the sad part was I was like, what happens to Tupac? <laughs> I assumed, You're so worried I about assumed Tupac. that Tupac would just stay with Hector because they, they're not yeah, going to let him take the dog with him. I assume. Not that. to Juvie. No, no. <laughs> but I don't think Heck at this point understands that he's going to Juvie and not to another home. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't know that. <laughs> so, he um, might just not give a shit. Hector also says that he's going to go bush for a while and disappear. Yeah, bush. <laughs> and Ricky's like, that sounds like a good idea. I want to do that, too. He's like, you're not going to last five minutes in the bush, kid. <laughs> he's like, I want to do it, too. And Hector's like, no, you're going home, or you're going back with the child welfare people. And he starts to pack things up. And he packs Bella's ashes into a box. And Ricky is like, that is not what she would have wanted. She wants to go back to the sky, people. Yeah. And he's like, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> also, she didn't know where she was from. Yeah, she also, she's a little crazy. That, that was a bunch of lies. <laughs> and uh, so Ricky sneaks out. And attempts to fake his own death and run away into oh, the bush with two my. <laughs> Chapter three, goodbye, Ricky Baker. <laughs> he makes a dummy. Oh, man. With a paper plate the face. Decoy. It's a metal plate, but yeah, because it survives the fire. I know. How does any part of that dummy survive the fire? <laughs> I hope you have written down when she comes to the barn because we have got we, to talk about that. We have this. I always have the subtitles on, and when she throws the plate, it says metal clanking. That's how I know it was oh. a metal plate. <laughs> I, I turned the subtitles on after about the first two minutes because I was having trouble with the New Zealand accent. Yeah, sometimes. I didn't have a problem. Sometimes they say a couple of words. I'm like, what is that word? Oh, there are times where they say something, and you could have any subtitles the prob- on. Yeah, it doesn't matter. matter. But then the problem is when you read the subtitle, you're just like, what, what was what that? that? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the Quank? fuck is Vegemite? Yeah. <laughs> to all of our New Zealand well, friends, I do know what Vegemite is. And then he lights the barn Quite on taste. fire. Yes. And it is a fire. I've tried yeah. Vegemite. Have you actually yeah, tried Vegemite? I'm surprised by how much seems to survive this fire. It's not that fire bad. It's just like nothing you've ever done. Yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was it's like, oh my God. Flavors, why did he? You can't compare it to anything else. First of all, I was like, where did he put that note? I said that too. Because I was like, why are you writing a note on a piece of paper on something you're going to burn down? He's like, I think he must have left it in the house. I've burned myself in this shed, as you can see when you look in the shed or something. It's the nut. Imagine you're heck. And you wake up and you're like, shit, the barn's out of fire. And you finally 
get the barn fire out. And then you turn around to go back in the house and you see this note. And you're like, that fat motherfucker. <laughs> Why does he got to be fat? Well, they call him fat more than once. Yeah. I don't know. He's a chunky monkey? But uh, anyways. I want to watch Iron Man 3 now. Ricky has packed some 10 sandwiches or so. And within Trevor, 24 Trevor, hours, Trevor, he Trevor, has Trevor, eaten all of his rations. <laughs> His, his loaf of bread. <laughs> and is very lost. <laughs> Hector finds him and he pretends to have founded Ricky Town. Population Ricky. <laughs> and he's planning to live here forever. <laughs> but then he does go with Hector and says, Actually, I'm excited to go back to the city. I'll become a drug dealer and a rapper and I'll get killed in the drive-by. Like, this is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> And as they walk back, it is wet and miserable. And at some point, Ricky realizes that Hector can't read and makes fun of him. And Hector gets pissed <laughs> and is, kind of goes to attack Ricky. <laughs> you don't know if he's going to hit him or shake him <laughs> or just get in his face. But uh, he doesn't make it because his foot gets stuck and Snaps. slides funky and breaks. It looks like it falls between like. In some sort of gopher I hole. I thought it broke. A crevice. But he's walking on it. That ain't broke. It's a fracture. <laughs> he's an old man. It's a fracture. <laughs> so now it's going to take weeks to heal. And Ricky tells Hector that he's hungry and needs toilet paper. And Hector says, there's plenty to eat and use a leaf. And he's like, I hate you. <laughs> and Hector's like, I hate you too. <laughs> the child welfare lady finds the burned down barn and oh the Ricky God. dummy. The policeman that she's with, Andy, begins speculating as to what could have happened. Maybe Hector chopped him up and ate him. <laughs> she goes, it's a weird place to jump to. Well, she says, this doesn't look like no burned up foster kid to me. And Andy's like, well, how do you think, how do you figure that? And she whips Because <laughs> this isn't a face. <laughs> it's a plate with marker drawn <laughs> She just, like, completely starts to lose it at this point. So Paula calls the police, the real police, the ones with guns, and they're going to launch an investigation. I am the police. No. The real police. <laughs> so then it's chapter four, Broken Foot Camp. Hector draws Bella while Ricky goes hunting, and Ricky um, tries to hunt. <laughs> he tries to shoot a bird, but apparently misses. Yeah. He gets all into it. Kind of like I would if I felt like I needed to go out. <laughs> he comes back with meat. Yeah. Uh, Salad. Salad. <laughs> but he does shoot at that bird and fall down by because he's not expecting that recoil. <laughs> he hasn't gotten a lot of experience with this it's rival. not as gangster as we were living. <laughs> but you box his best friend. Well. He brings back Salad. Also a fake And... Hey, he tells Hector, I'd like to see you try better. And Hector holds up this giant eel. And he's like, where did you get that? <laughs> Where'd you get that slug? And he's like, I got it down by the creek. Well, how'd you catch it? I don't know. The knack. And then he's like, what's the knack? And he's like, I don't know. It's just a thing where I can figure stuff out without talking about it or thinking about it. I just know what to do. It's the knack. And, and then he tells him the trick to surviving Isn't the, in the bush. Didn't the next thing my Sharona? That no. sounds right. <laughs> yes. I was thinking Return of the Knack. You know who sang that? Mm. Knack Norrison. Hmm. 
<laughs> knack it off. Oh. He says, Don't most people who are found dead in a bush are naked because they start to panic and they think their clothes are slowing them down or weighing Which them down. Why? So they strip and then the cold gets them. <laughs> Which like, is actually not true. What it is is you get, you freeze and when you get hypothermia it affects your brain and you take all your clothes off because you think you're burning up because <laughs> they used to think that was like a ufo thing because they find uh fucking trail walkers out in like the middle of the frozen world naked and they're like what happened did the aliens probe them or like no it's just something that happens when you get hypothermia and you go fucking crazy mm-hmm. he said the secret to surviving in the bush is you find water and you follow it to the high ground but you don't take your clothes off <laughs> <laughs> seems like good advice important safety tip and then they also talk about Bella and processing grief and missing people. And uh, Ricky tells about he had a friend Amber who he lived in a home with once. And then she got sent to a different home. And then she started complaining about her foster dad. And then she was dead. Mm. And he's like, well, what happened to her? Like, they I didn't don't know. tell me. Nobody ever told me. <laughs> and, uh, and then it's time to move on. Hector is mobile again. So we have chapter five. Thanks. It's been six weeks. This is one of the times where we know. Yeah, we finally get some frame of reference. <laughs> six weeks since they went and, since they burned the barn and went in the bush. <laughs> All buds, no dust. <laughs> so, they find a small traveler's hut and see. This is weird to me. This has got to be a New Zealand thing or something. <laughs> but all these huts. There's, they always keep stopping in all these huts. These random Who, places. Who's stocking these huts? I kind of thought maybe the people would leave, like, a can of food behind if somebody can't, you know, like, kind of one of those, But if like, I live in the bush and I, what, I mean... I don't know, because right. my... I, but they have rangers, too, so yeah. maybe the rangers... I've heard that they're surprisingly friendly down there in Australia. My um, uncle goes down there, and he said that one time he... Something happened with his plane, and he was kind of screwed... And he had gone to the bar to get something to drink, and the bartender gave him a key and said, just stay here. And he was like, you don't know me. (laughs) Don't worry about it. And I was like, damn. He's like, they're really friendly down there. I mean, it's a a cultural thing, and I know it's got to be a cultural thing, but I thought that was weird. I guess guess if you live on a a continent with 90% of the deadliest creatures in the world, you form bonds with other people. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really us-against-them kind of thing. And there's I'm, kangaroos. Look, it's New Zealand. The population is much smaller. Yeah. The, the culture is much different. They're much yeah. nicer to each other. They actually care because Americans are terrible people. Well, that's... Yeah. I thought that there was land that those people who were hunting owned, and they stocked it themselves. I don't know, man. It's oh, the I bush. Because when the hunters come, they're surprised the to see them in their house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Malonga Mick. I just don't know. Well, that's a different country. I know it's a different country. I'm just saying that I don't. I mean, you said Malonga Mick. What does that mean? <laughs> it means mixed lawn. Why do they call big? it that? Well, but maybe I own these it. are. It's not that big. You walk across it in three or four days. You walk across New York State. Yeah, I don't too. know. It's interesting. But it was just interesting because I'm like, why are they going all gold. these huts? Yeah. <laughs> Is it worth anything? I mean, it's got a lot of gold in it. So while they're <laughs> in the hut, they find a poster about them that there's a manhunt and they've been missing for six weeks. And uh, Hector, it, Hector, <laughs> Hector, just call him he- Hector. No, no, I like Hector. Keep going with that. He might have a fragile mental state due to the death of his wife, and uh, and he may have kidnapped Ricky and or killed. And he's like, oh, this is bad, because <laughs> really, 
He just realized that Ricky went out into the bush and was like, I can't let that kid die out there. Yeah. So he found him and then he got hurt. And now they're, st they're just trying yeah. to make their way back to the farm so he can give Ricky to the welfare people. As, as, as part of his, <laughs> so, as part of his uh, caretaker, he can take more of the fucking, you know. Yeah. I mean, it never occurred to him that this would happen because he didn't think he was going to get hurt and yeah. be trapped for weeks. At this point, <laughs> I feel like... They would be fine. <laughs> you just go. I mean, he's been injured. That'd be easy to prove. The burn bar is. The, the burn barn is what. But he ran away looking. again, and yeah. I went to get him, and I hurt my foot. Yeah. yeah. And then we came back, <laughs> and I'm sorry. And he we burnt the barn down. Well, but they already. But that was all him. Yeah. <laughs> but which would also be and take you a know, little fucker with he, you when you go. He's prone to running away. He's known for being, for vandalizing. He's known for and, burning things. For kicking, <laughs> it, kicking and, and graffiti. And graffiti. And, graffiti. and, and damn, it so feels good to be a gangster. You think that, I mean, even with this notice to keep an eye out for these people, it 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 could still be, it still would have been fine. <laughs> I'm going to go with, but you know, then. You know what fine means, don't you? The Bushmen appear. <laughs> you know what fine stands for, don't you? Yes, that everything is all right. No freaked out, emotional, uh, non, what is it? Neurotic. Neurotic and emotional. Yeah, see, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go back on um, this episode on the Italian job. Mm -hmm. yeah, that will come out sometime next year. <laughs> I was going to say. I that movie yet. What's the Metacritic on that? That will come out sometime next year. What's the Metacritic on that? 57. So, Ricky thinks it's cool because they're famous. And then he finds a book about wildebeest and reads it. And he's like, they walk thousands of miles when they, um, you know, I guess when Migrate. they're migrating. And, uh, yeah. and he's like, just like us. And then some men arrive and they say, imagine what people are going to say when, when they find out we found you guys in a hut. And, and, and Hex like, hey, you know. He ran away. I went and got him. Hurt my foot. We're on our way back. Head to camp. No I'm harm, no foul. Yeah. yeah. We'll be there tomorrow. <clears throat> and the, the dudes are like, and he's like, actually, y'all could take him. And I'll just go on my way. And they're like, no, 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 you old man. People want answers. And he's like, but nothing happens. <laughs> Looks fishy. <clears throat> A little I, bit. You can understand why these Bushmen are, would be suspicious, but you could also say, you know, but at the same time, who fucks all this shit up? Ricky Baker. Ricky does. Because uh, he makes it worse by talking about how it wasn't like a real holiday, because Hector's like, it was kind of like a holiday. We just had been camping out in the bush for a few weeks while I healed my foot. And he's like, well, it wasn't like a real holiday, because I had to do stuff. And he's like... They're like, what, had do to do stuff for what kind of stuff? And he's like, well, I mean, it was just stuff so we could survive. And, and it was hard because my hands were so soft. But <laughs> I got used to it. And he did let me um, do stuff on my own sometimes. But he would never play with me. He always made me play by myself. <laughs> play with myself. <laughs> and they're like, what? Yeah. And, uh, and Hector's like, oh, <laughs> my like, God. Shut the fuck up. And the men start calling Heck a pervert who needs punished. And then they get into a bit of a scuffle. And Ricky ends it by shooting his rifle. No one is going to hurt or take his uncle. And then they end up getting away. But Hector explains that this is extra bad. <laughs> I think this scene is very funny. When they get away, it's just like... 
he's like, do you know what that sounded like? And Ricky's like, no. And then he's like, oh. And Hank's like, they called me a pervert. Because we're like, we're going to run. No, we're not going to run. No. And walk fast at a brisk pace. Brisk. But this is when they have the conversation about how Hector has been in prison before. He was convicted of manslaughter after a drunken brawl. In which Welcome the back to the podcast. <laughs> from um, unintentional from drunk Con Air. Con Air. <laughs> Had to ride his hummingbird. And and he says, "I did my time, but it doesn't matter because all they're going to see when they look up my history is that I was in jail for <laughs> in prison for manslaughter." You got to think this is probably why the child welfare people were coming to get Ricky. So and probably why they ended with up Bella, with they yeah, did not find yeah. just him. and and probably why they got Ricky too because this is a, this is his last you know Bella you got to think has wanted a kid for a long time has been trying to become a foster mom but they keep rejecting her mostly probably because of heck <laughs> but then they have this problem kid and they're like well we're gonna have to send him to juvie but this woman you know like she wants him and. He hasn't done anything in 50 years or 45 years or whatever. And you got to think the culture's a little different there. So then they give them the the chance with this really troubled kid that they're just going to have to put in juvie anyways. But then she dies. So now they're like, well, we can't leave him with that guy that went to jail for murder. Manslaughter. Manslaughter. He was just defending his wife. He had just gotten out of the New Zealand (laughs) army. We can't. Oh, this, she was just. We can't leave him with this guy who, you know, got drunk and killed someone. So, but Ricky thinks that Hank is even cooler now. Thanks, <laughs> But he's like, look, you have to go back. I'm not going back. Yeah. They're never. I'm disappearing. But you have to go back. And Ricky's like, you don't understand. You'll go to prison if you go back. So will I. <laughs> and so that's when they say. All right, fuck it. <laughs> We're going to run. But there's fast walk because running's too hard. Yeah. I'm going to hobble. <sighs> so, oh man. So then. She lost her spot. No, because I wasn't following my notes. Okay. And Heck's like, all right, but it's going to be winter soon and it's going to get real rough. Like, this is real bush life. You're not going to have <laughs> any amenities. We're going to be cold. We're going to be tired. And he's like, it's better than jail. I don't want to go back. So they say, all right. So then they use the huts to scavenge from and take things from other people that are out in the bush. Yeah, there's a montage of (laughs) thievery and And Ricky really excited grabbing all the toilet paper. (laughs) Just to poop. He gets new shoes, he gets a new coat, he, you know, he gets some stuff. He improves his hunting skills, and they seem to be doing all right. And then it's chapter six, close to the sky. They end up near a lake at the top of a rise, and Ricky thinks it's the place that Bella was talking about. And this is when he's like, Bella didn't know where she was from, yeah. dude. <laughs> you, she, she's making everything up. She just wanted to have a place she could tell you about. And uh, Hex says it's pretty majestical. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a word. Pretty sure it is. Pretty sure it is. But he says that Bella didn't have a family just like us. She wanted to take care of them because no one else would, just like rescue dogs, because she had a heart of gold. And this place is majestic. Majestic isn't a good enough word. (laughs) (laughs) I like majestical. majestical. And uh, apparently it appears in a Shakespeare, like in Hamlet or something. So that pretty much qualifies it as a word. It's not impossible that that's a word. 
So Paula from the Child Welfare Services goes on a morning show and talks about Ricky. But in a weird, creepy way. <laughs> no child left behind. No child no. left behind. He knows what that means. <laughs> yeah, she's talking about him as she if... freaks them out. <laughs> well, they're concerned for Ricky as you would in yeah. this sort but of situation. she, like, gives the whole rap But sheet. she's, like, she's not concerned for Ricky. She seems like she wants him back so she can punish him. It's a real weird. <laughs> she's very obsessive. She's a real odd duck. Yeah. So, they're like, but he's just a kid. He's got to be scared. And she's like, oh, no, he's not scared. (laughs) (laughs) So, then the guys realize that they're lost. And Ricky can't think because that bird won't shut up. (laughs) And Hector's like, hold on. Just look at that bird. I think that's... my bird. (laughs) It's my my bird. Which is thought to be extinct. (laughs) And this could be a big deal. The bird they use. You wish watch Iron Man too. Is um the is an actual bird. It's very underrated. I like that. that. I mean, I love the movie. I it's CGI, but they I love it. But the bird Iron that they Man, showed was a bird in New Zealand that is thought to be extinct. It was the last uh, positively positive sighting was in 1907, and there were rumors that it was spotted in the 60s, but no proof. So yeah, so maybe, maybe, very maybe, we're, maybe this bird is extinct and. My bird. It would be a big deal if we could get pictures of this bird, but we don't have a camera. <laughs> so, all right. Turns out it's been a month or so since they washed, so they go to a hut that they see. They throw a stick at the roof to check for inhabitants. The coast is clear, so they go inside. Ricky finds some books and a ranger who is, they think is dead. Oh, he <laughs> Laying there, curled up with his eyes open, his mouth open, and then he's like, <gasps> and they're like, "Oh my God, he's not dead!" <laughs> so they're gonna have to help this dude. Hector's like, "We got to do something," and Ricky's like, "Are you gonna manslaughter him? Because I don't think I can watch." <laughs> I like that. At no point, Heck is like, "Well, we gotta leave this guy to die." He's like, "Oh, we gotta save him, regardless of anything that's happening with us." It's because he's a good person i know i just like that he's like no we got to help him if if we go down the river and follow the path about two hour trek away there's some bush people that can get help and we can make it before dark and he's like well one of us has to stay and look after this guy and ricky's like have fun and he eases out not not doing that (laughs) and he and tupac walk until they find a teenage girl on a horse and she says hop on and that takes him to her house where they call it in and, and he, uh, she thinks she's majestical looking. <laughs> and, uh, and on the TV, they see a, 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 a news thing about them. And the one cop's like, yeah, they're wanted, dead or alive. Well, no, not dead. Okay, just alive. <laughs> like, I was like, because I was like, holy shit, dead or alive? That and was they, Andy. Andy yeah, fucking yeah, it up. Fucked up. Oh, not dead? Oh, okay, just alive. I love that type of character. It's like Kronk. Kronk. So, help's going to come to the hut first thing in the morning. And Ricky's like, all right, I got to go warn Uncle. And, but her dad pops in and is still, it's like, you're Ricky Baker. Can I get some pictures with you? Know, you know, can I get a selfie? And yeah. then he takes a lot of them. A lot of selfies. <laughs> He's like, you pull the knife on me. I pull the knife on you. <laughs> Here, take a selfie with me. It's take a selfie self- for me. It's not a selfie if I take it. <laughs> Just take it. So, then they hang out. They eat some sausage. And saucy. the girl sings a song and Ricky falls asleep and oversleeps. And then he has to run to try to get to the hut. 
So they get on the horse and she takes them back to where she found them. <laughs> Would you consider that underappreciated? Sorry, I'm interrupting. The budget is $100 million. Worldwide gross is $169 million. I would say it's underappreciated because they don't ever take into account the money okay. that, the, that the damn theaters keep. And in the U.S. it only grossed 89 That's less than the budget. Well, because you got to make it, you know, everybody wants to eat a little bit. Okay, I just changed my pick. They, they do that so it beefs up the numbers, you see. you got to take into account everybody's got to get paid. Changed so my pick. Oh. He, hops, oh. he hops off the horse. Where are we going to get that now? Very he owned that. Poorly. Do we? It's on the Disney Channel, isn't it? It's on Disney Plus. Oh, perfect. For Disney Plus, I mean. And, and we also own it. All right, we can talk about that next week. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we made her mad. Sorry, Mom. Got us in trouble. Dead or alive. So then he gets close to the hut and he sees that he's too late. The help is already there. Paula's there. He sees ninjas and <laughs> dire like, wolves. Ninjas. They're and not ninjas. <laughs> what I like, I do want to point out that this, okay, so. He's with the girl, and then the dad comes in. He just gets a bunch of um, selfies, offers some sausages, and leaves. They don't call the police. No. It never even occurs to them that they need to, like, get, get, try to get the reward. or Well, not get no, the reward. They, but, the they reward didn't do the yet. reward yet, yeah. But to turn them in and to call yeah. and say, hey, we found that kid that's been missing. <laughs> They're just like... He seems fine. He seems happy. Whatever. I love that. It's not our business. <laughs> I love that about these people. So uh, he's he's like, I'm not going any further. I got to try to find Uncle. What would Uncle do? What would Uncle do? And then he's like, find water, gain the high ground, and don't get naked. <laughs> and he, well, says, he, goes, he does say, Tupac, find heck. And Tupac just runs in a circle. <laughs> Don't you think that Tupac would be better trained than that if he's been living in the bush with Zag and Heck and Ricky? You'd think. So he, uh, Paula from Child Welfare, tries to interrogate the dying man unsuccessfully. <clears throat> she knows he knows something. And then <laughs> we learn that they're going to set up a cell, a, a false cell network to find their phones, a cell tower. So Ricky sees them from afar. I already talked about that. All right. Chapter 8, The Knack. And then as Ricky is resting, there's a whistle, and then there's Heck. Heck has stopped Ricky. And they're back together. Yay. <laughs> they have what's called a shared moment. And this okay. is where we learn that it's been four months since they have been in the bush. They're becoming legends. And they have the Park legends. Ranger, which helped them become more popular and more hunted. And now we know there's a $10,000 reward, dead or alive. Why would there be no, dead wait. or alive? Just alive. Just alive. Ricky almost gets caught by Paula, but they're on opposite sides of a steep incline. Mm. And she's Is like... Is this where they, the second time they meet the Bushmen? Is that before yet. this? Not no, yet. I think, I think it's so. right after this. All right. Um, yes. Yeah, so she's opposite sides of the ravine. And... And she's like, we'll, co we'll come to you. And then she's like, no, no, it's too steep. You come to us. <laughs> <laughs> Just grab some vines and crawl across. And then it's they like, have no. this whole weird conversation about how she's the Terminator and he's Sarah Connor. But before she could do chin-ups, <laughs> <laughs> she's never going to stop hunting him. And she's like, I'll give you a deal if you turn over the old man and say it was all him. I'll make sure you don't go to juvie. And he's like... No deal. No, I'm not turning on family. And he runs away. Family. And this is when Hector finds him. 
And, uh, oh, yeah, okay. and he's like, okay, so you ate a relaxing sausage and listened to the girls sing a relaxing song and fell asleep. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> it's a good sausage. And Ricky decides that That's they're like says, the wildebeest, but they're humans, so they're wilder people. Because they've walked 10,000 miles, yes. surely. And they'll walk 10,000 more kilometers. Mm-hmm. Then shit gets real again. When the guys, oh, that's right. okay. <laughs> they see them, and uh, they get some food and information, and now they know about the ten thousand dollar reward. And Ricky says, "Tell, tell us when it's up to twenty, and they run away with all their guys' stuff. Well, that dude is in shorts. <laughs> that dude is in shorts the whole time. He looks like he's naked. <laughs> he looks like he's poo bearing it. Um, <laughs> I just love how, as soon as." They obviously must think that Heck is crazy. Because as soon as he pulls a gun on them, they're terrified. And they all have guns. Yeah. They're not holding them, but they could easily yeah, just pull them. Yeah. No, no. If someone has a gun, you don't reach for your gun because they shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> but still, like even the first time they met, like Heck was they were not it took all three of them to hold down that old yeah. man. And they're and Hex like Ricky get their guns and they just pass him there because like they pick them up and they just hand them again because if you make a any kind of movement towards him he's going to shoot you that's how guns but work. this is how we know that they're not in America because if they were in America those dudes as soon as Ricky came over to get their guns they take that kid hostage yeah <laughs> that's how Americans think I'm sorry we're terrible people so later as they walk we they wouldn't talk survive in the about bush. The farm. I'd be dead. The farm was Bella's, and Hector and and Zach. You don't think you can find your way around the bush? Nope. But it was all her. The and bush Hector is crazy. Hector thinks that he'll just live out the rest of his days in the bush, but he thinks Ricky should go back someday and make a life. And Ricky's like, "Well, if I go back, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm probably too much of a gangster to have a good life." And Hector's like, "You're not a gangster." He's like, "How do you know?" He's like, "Cause I've known gangsters." <laughs> And you're not one. Yeah. And uh, as they argue, the dogs get excited and run because it's a big pig. <laughs> they scented wild boar. And, and they're like, no, no, guys, go. We, don't, yeah. we don't need that. Come back, come back, come back. They managed to kill the pig. Well, but the it's... Pig, it's very involved. The pig gores <laughs> Zag. Yeah. And then they managed to get the pig off Zag... Hector has to jump on it like a superhero with a knife. But then he gets knocked off. And then Tupac distracts the pig. And then the pig chases Tupac. And then, but Tupac gets away. So then he turns and it's that stare down. Man versus boar. (laughs) And then he charges at Heck who's laying on the ground desperately trying to get to his knife. And Ricky's shooting the gun and shooting the gun. And then just at the last second, Ricky gets that headshot and the boar dies. You had seen this before you picked it. A dog died and a two pigs. <laughs> well, you can kill boars. And a boars bunch of monsters. random animals before that. Well, yeah, because they gotta eat. <laughs> well, you're, you're okay with it then? Uh, look, I do, I do not have a problem with people who have to kill things to eat it. Like hunter, like when you have to hunt, but or like hunter gatherer. She doesn't want to watch movies where animals die. <laughs> but a dog Family died. Now. No, I I did go downstairs and have Tony hug me. Well, <laughs> did, you, did you cry? I did. The dog for did. for a dog dying scene, it's not that bad. They don't they don't milk it. No, they a really lot don't. of movies. They kind of gloss over it as yeah. much as they can. They, they, it's it's kind of rough for a second, but it as a dog dying scene, it's actually not 
as bad as most most movies would milk it for like an hour, you know, and you're like, okay, dude, I'm crying, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But this is it's pretty it's over pretty quick. It sucks, but Hector has to wild boars are fucking monsters. Put Zag out of his misery. And the wild pigs. And Ricky carves Zag oh, into monsters. some stones and they uh, bury him. And afterwards, Ricky tells Hector that he's had Bella with him the whole time. Because <laughs> Ricky stole the box with the ashes. Yeah. Because he knew that Bella would want to go out into the bush and not be packed up in a box at the house. So, and they disperse them in a waterfall. And Hector thanks him for bringing her because she would have liked that. And then it gets real snowy, and we see a montage of them moving and people looking for them. And then it's chapter nine, turn of the tide. And you know what I'm thinking at this point? Ricky would have lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Because they're not eating a lot, and they're walking a lot. <laughs> he would have got in really I think good he lost a little he's, bit of weight he's throughout like this not eating of this movie, but he's all protein diet. <laughs> well, the thing all protein is, and running. Here's the thing. I do think that he lost some weight during the filming of this movie, but he's a child, not an adult. And you can't expect a child to go on a strict, the kind of strict diet an adult would do. Christian Bale would have lost movie. 180 pounds. Yeah, yeah he but would. he's not a teen, a 13 year old boy. He would have been <laughs> psychotic. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's true. That's like something that. <laughs> that that's fair. Like that's a decision that adult <laughs> actors make to do to their bodies. But I don't. It's completely yeah, unrealistic it to. All to people would have thought it was inhumane. If <laughs> then he had to gain it back for the sequel. I feel like there would have been some horrific like, internet that backlash. Be good for your if body. He... Yeah, because he's just a kid. He's gonna have all kinds of medical issues when he's older, but it's for his art. Yeah, like I'm sure he he's got a... medical issues now. He lost a lot of weight from Did... the fighter too when he had to play a crackhead. Did you yeah. see him in the Machinist? Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. You know, he looks terrible. <laughs> see him in Joaquin Phoenix in yeah. a Joker. Joker, he, lost he was scary of weight. looking in that. I was like, ugh. I also thought he was scary looking, but not for so those bones. <laughs> All right, they are very nearly You're a good caught. Dancer. Thanks, I know. But they managed to hide. That's the scariest hide. scene in the whole movie. Eventually, he the... reminds me of um, Buffalo Bill in that. <laughs> that scene. That's what it makes me think of. He's like, I'd fuck me. Yeah, but like that 14. same, that same weird kind of attitude. It, that's the same thing. Sorry, I know that no, you're gonna stab me in the eye with a pen. <laughs> he took my pen. But their tangents are distracting me. <laughs> Go back and listen to the Dragon episode again. The episode is three John hours long. got so mad. The episode is three <laughs> hours long because you talked about anything except fucking Dragon Act. I don't generally care about tangents, but I don't want to talk about movies that we're going to do. <laughs> well, I hope we don't ever do The Joker. Oh, no. It, that would have to be seen. But that's why I got mad before. If, we're, if our next movie is that... I don't, I don't even know what it is. But care for it that much. I don't want to talk about it. I liked it, it. I liked it, but I don't but not enough to do it. There's nothing good. you're gonna say about it, you know? It's like it's a good movie. Oh hey, look, that's Batman. Yeah. Thomas Wayne's a prick. Shock. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alright. So they see a bush that appears to be <laughs> moving more than it should. And it turns Did you out see that bush move? That this is Sam. The bush like, man. He's like, Have you ever heard of a legend of Psycho Sam? And they're like Nope. No. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, my name's Sam. <laughs> and then he turns backwards and he's a bush. And he invites them to his house. And he offers them snacks. And Hector does not let Who Ricky is this eat act- the snacks. Yeah. <laughs> because he gives them cookies and it looks like they have mold on yeah, them. It's green all over the top. And he looks like he's about to eat it. And he takes it. Nope. And he stuffs them under his pillow. And Ricky's like, why do you think they call him, or he calls himself Psycho Sam? And then he puts pots on their heads so that they can't be tracked. And he's yeah. like, never mind. 
And then he talks about all kinds of bureaucracy and red tape and yeah, all this hoopla. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, that's why I know who he is. This actor was in... Uh, he's in the, the Jumanji movies. He's in the Jumanji movies. <laughs> and I was like, why do I know that? Because Carla said that earlier in the podcast. <laughs> but I wasn't listening like, to it. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't. I wasn't listening to that part. I was probably looking at something on IMDb, and, the, and I didn't. Did you hear her say that? Because I heard her say that. So, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not gonna. If I was you, I'd you want your pen back. You can stab her. <laughs> to do that so that night ricky writes a haiku about running with his uncle hector and hector you guys have the same it. pen and then yeah <laughs> they're good pens and then they talk about how bella would have enjoyed this and hector thinks ricky's mom loves him even if she she was probably just too young and didn't know how to be a mom yet but she knew how to be a gangster at some point Everybody. very soon in my notes i was rather drunk while i was writing them hello <laughs> That's what I meant to do. Have some wine. I actually woke up this morning and I knew I had a little bit of the movie left to finish. And when I turned it on and hit resume playing, I was like, I wasn't this far. And then I looked at my notes and I was. <laughs> I just don't remember writing all of these. <laughs> so let's see how it goes. Chapter 10, War. Oh, yeah. This chapter opens with uh, the music for Christmas is here. Which I was like, I guess it's Christmas time. Maybe. But... I don't know. <laughs> well, it doesn't. Seasons are opposite. Yeah, I'll say that Christmas it, would so be like they in have summer, Christmas right? in the summer. It doesn't look <laughs> warm enough, but I don't know how um, warm it gets there. I don't either. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think they're near well, that near winter. The, the entire planet is further from the sun, so it gets a little bit colder. No, but it would be summer. Because It'd be the middle the of southern hemisphere. So there, Christmas is in the, the summer there. <laughs> right now, they're going into spring. <laughs> and we're going into fall. But I don't know how close to the equator they are, so maybe it's not close. Maybe it's like the equivalent of England where it's maybe I don't you know, know seventy we, degrees. We don't we don't do a lot of the uh, height of summer <laughs> geography. <laughs> I don't know much about New Zealand. I have a friend that lived there, but I know it's Isn't that where adjacent to from? Australia. It's adjacent to Australia and those two countries don't always get along. I know that a lot of times globe companies leave New Zealand off the map as if it doesn't exist, which is really that's fucked, fucked up. up. Mm-hmm. Do they keep Hawaii and Guam and other small islands? They keep, keep Hawaii, but I doubt Guam is on there. <laughs> I mean, that's fucked up. I don't even know where Guam is. Uh, that would be in the, a- the Asian. Pacific. Well, I know it's in the Asian Pacific, but like if I was looking at islands and somebody said, "Hey, which one's Guam?" I'd be like, <laughs> "Don't know." The one that says Guam. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, Hopefully it says Guam. But then he fucks up like, this one here, that's Thailand. They're like, oh. But does Guam, it, it, does it stand out? Is it off to the side? I don't know anything about Guam. Um, other than it's a U.S. territory. You know, they don't teach you enough about Guam. They don't teach us enough about anywhere except for here. No, they don't teach us anything of, you know, like actual stuff. Like and paying, I'm talking about like paying specifically taxes. our state. I know a lot My more about our state in than school was from Guam. Great, but that's but, all I know like, about. Like they don't teach you about paying taxes and things like that. But like, yes, but you need algebra six. Like I, I took trigonometry. You know, those are the weird things. I they say, are useful if you get into that kind of thing. But I doing your taxes would be more useful. Yeah, my mom said, re- like in the last couple of years, there became a class where they teach you about checking accounts and buying a house and stuff like that. But okay. is it called adulting one hundred and one? It might be. <laughs> but now, now they teach you how to balance your checkbook. Now that it's all online and not right, fun. now that you don't actually have to do it. 
Ricky senses danger. They got to get out of here fast. Just, you still need to do it. And know, Psycho but... Sam is like, the government's here. The it's government's here. <laughs> and they're like, sure we got to get out. Yeah, the government's here because it's Psycho Sam. He turned on Ricky's cell phone, uh, which activated the stupid um, false, ray, false, ray, false yeah. cell tower, which allowed them to track them. It's Psycho Sam's fault. He turned them in. <laughs> he just, he didn't mean it. He didn't want that them to come. Fucker. He did it. It's a bit cunty, Psycho Sam. Ooh. And they're like, we got to get out of here fast. What's it's the fastest way out? And he goes, jetpack? And they're like, do you, do have, you have a jetpack? Jet <laughs> no. <laughs> He's like, wait, wait, my secret tunnel. He lifts it up. Oh, I didn't dig it yet. <laughs> right, we need to just leave this crazy son of a bitch. Like, up. We'll all just play dead. Yeah. Here. It only works if all of us do it. <laughs> he lays down and gets his tongue out of his Rick mouth. Rick is like, tell us how to get out of here. And he's like, well, there's Crumpy. What is a Crumpy? <laughs> Crumpy is his truck. That's actually real. <laughs> and works. I like how he goes, where are my keys? <laughs> but Ricky has and then already started fish. the truck. And Hank's like, yeah. how'd you start it? He goes, I got the neck. <laughs> <laughs> They make a run for it in Crumpy, and they decide to go to the end, which for Hector means till they run out of gas, yeah. <laughs> but for Ricky means until they die in a blaze of glory. Ricky drives and drives. This chase is crazy town. <laughs> it comes to Smokey and the Bandit movie all of a sudden. And they pass the Bushmen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, who are on like four wheelers. Or... And I do, th I guess they must really want that money. Yeah, they must. And I, I think that one dude has, like, a personal vendetta now. Because he is, he's obsessing like Paula. <laughs> yeah, he is. Who is in a tank with How a megaphone. How they get in the tank? <laughs> you went for, to the tank store, same one that Joe Friday went to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they have tank stores in New Zealand. It's not like Texas. <laughs> they have tank stores in Texas. How do you know? Joe Friday's from California, thank you very much. But I the, know, uh, but you don't think they have tank stores in Texas? No. Right, you, you go on the Google machine and find a tank store in Texas. I'll give you a hundred Where bucks. can I buy a tank? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> All right, so. You maybe can. Really? Yeah. Find me the. But not. The store. In, would be, in Last Man Standing, the, there was an episode where, stuff where, I can't do where he bought a tank. <laughs> Ever buy a toy tank? No, no, a real tank. Oh, yeah. Where he bought a tank, and then he was like, what am I supposed to do with a tank? But by, but by buying a tank, I mean you buy basically a shell that's a diesel engine with treads. There's no um, weapons, and everything's. Yeah. Tanks are illegal to own in the USA. Where's the there tank store? There are no U.S. federal restrictions to owning a tank. Um, Where's the tank store? I can buy one from www.drivetanks.com. You said the tank store. I want to say they're not store. always street legal, but you, you can own it. But you it doesn't tell me how much it is. It's priced on request. Because <laughs> well, yeah. it depends on what you want, what year it is. Tanks are expensive. <laughs> I know. I have Tank Vana. It's going to drop one off for you. Tank Vana. <laughs> I can get a German I mean, Stug. Can you imagine if I'd be pulled three. over in a tank? Be like, I'm not stopping. Yeah. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> what, what are you going to do? They're not all right. Well, get the uh, what do they do with the spikes? Will they get the tires? Oh, the um, it's a tank. <laughs> yeah. What happened? It rolled right over, it kept on going. Out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> or like that one dude that made the tank and they couldn't stop him and then he got stuck on the median. <laughs> Didn't he kill himself with a grenade? Oh, yeah, but he must not have had the beast. He didn't yeah. have an axe. Beast would have made it. My so, Sharona. Paula tries to get them to stop and uh, they see that the army is ahead. But Ricky just keeps going. <laughs> Hector's like, stop. I want to get out now. I'm not enjoying this at all. <laughs> and Ricky does not stop. 
He didn't choose the life of a gangster. It chose him. I can buy one in the UK for 21,000 euros. Actually, that's not bad. That is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have chip. I don't want a tank. <laughs> what is shipping on that? Yeah. Can, can you get that on Amazon how Prime? To, or <laughs> How to buy a tank. Yes, really. Really. And this is on the website pewpewtactical.com. <laughs> Pew Pew Technical. Tactical. Oh, oh tactical. Trusted sales. Yeah, that's so funny. Ugh. You know, I think I know a All guy. All right, now i got to put this down because I'm just going to be looking at tanks for the next 50 uh, years. You know, I think I know a guy who might know how to get one. Well, Tony was not sure about tanks in New Zealand, and I looked it up, and they do have an army, and they do actually I... have a style of tank that was designed by a New Zealander and is named after him that only exists in New Zealand. And Mad but Max movies. I did not see that particular tank. tank. Well, it's weird looking. <laughs> As one of the tanks in this movie. And I had no I had no problem that they had a tank in New Zealand. I had a problem that they were. it looked like they had 20 tanks, and I'm like... For this kid? <laughs> I don't know about well, all that. How did Paula, the child welfare yeah. person, get a tank of any yeah. kind? Like, I, like, I get, they do, the chase takes them to an army base. Yes. yes. Which makes sense that there would be tanks and guns and army right. people. And there's, but this, vehicle is coming straight at them. So then it makes sense that they would shoot and fire at the vehicle as it turns around. But why? How did it's an Paula old man get a tank? With a rifle and a I kid. Think, they don't need tanks. I think if they hadn't become such a news sensation, yeah. nobody would care. Be, this seems they like wouldn't have had near, like even half as many people out this there. This seems <laughs> like the chase that happens in Florida. Not the chase that happens yeah. in New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. But it's a movie, too. It's so. just, it's like just when they went being hunt funny. for Elian Gonzalez. Remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> so, Came Ricky over the drives, ramp, I remember, him. through was a, a closet or barrier. Something? What was her name? The lady that fucked all that up? That went after him? God damn it, I was just thinking of her the other day. And into what appears to be a junkyard. haven't thought about since the 90s. Yeah. And Crumpy, the truck, flips over. and Janet uh, Reno. Yeah. Yeah. And they managed to get out all of them, and they're fine. And where did they and flip over? Are we talking about in some? In well, I was junkyard. thinking about that. In some day. kind yeah, of like, yeah. junkyard. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the podcast, junkyards. Yeah. Like an airplane graveyard. Yeah. From Howard Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Yeah. Yep. This one just seems to have cars in it, though. But. <laughs> Got to get that in for Audra. And Ricky's like, "How many bullets we got?" And Hex's like. No. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. I'm hurt. I'm old. I'm just going to barely see my leg. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. And Ricky's like, no, 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 no. He molested kid me or whatever. I'm not going Molest- back. Molested. So Ricky is ready for them to really die in a blaze of bullets. And Hector's like, no, no, I'm giving this up. And P- Ricky is like, no, you will not. And he yells, He's. He's a molesterer. He's molestering me. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not. Shut the fuck up. He's like, I'm not. He's like, I'm not a molesterer. And he looks at me like, is that even a word? <laughs> and, and that one guy's like, I knew it or something like that. The one Paula's guy. Said, I knew it. No, I thought the I thought the rifle guy yeah, was uh, was there too, wasn't he? He is there, but he, he didn't say something like that. I don't oh, think so. I, thought he said I don't think so. Like I knew he's a pervert. He does. He's. I think he says something like, now I'm gonna get that pervert. Oh, okay. Because heck. Following him with his gun. Stands up. Yeah, with his hands. He, goes, he says, don't shoot. I'm coming out. I surrender. And then Ricky pulls a gun on him. <laughs> Calls him a traitor. <laughs> He's like, you don't turn on family. He's like, we're not fucking family. <laughs> <laughs> and He's Vin like, Diesel what are you going to do? So. Shoot me? Go ahead. Go ahead. Shoot me. <laughs> and uh, 
turns out that the the dude who's been hunting them, Andy, sees him sneaking around. Officer Andy in the clutch. And he jumps him to keep him from shooting Heck, and but he does fire, which startles Ricky, who also fires, and Heck does get shot in the butt. <laughs> and he says, you shot me, you fucking shitter. <laughs> He oh, doesn't man. say it, but if he did say that, this would be awesome. Yeah. And that would be an awesome. Because if you get shot by someone, the only yeah. acceptable response is, you shot me, you fucking shit. How bro. often in movies is friendly fire taken in the tush? I think every time you yeah, accidentally yeah. shoot somebody who's your friend, you shoot him in the ass. You shoot the ass or the arm. Yeah. Like in um, Training Depends Day, goes, you motherfucker, be- you shot me in the ass. <laughs> Because they want him to be fine, you know. Because <laughs> you can take one, you can take one in the ass. Like it's it's a fleshy muscle part. It'll take. I don't want to take one anywhere. But <laughs> I thought it was really funny when you they don't take miss, him into we'll custody. Right Main they put him in a cop car and yeah. they make him sit field. on his fucking. <laughs> He got it, is, the butt. it is apparent to me that they've been using birdshot. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck. They're not using buckshot. They're using some real birdshot. Well, if it was buckshot, it would have came out the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's he's got a sore ass, but is he... Um, you still got to pick the little babies out. Yeah. <laughs> but they do make him sit in that cop. They arrest that's him. That's fucked up. And they arrest the other dude that's been hunting them. And... Uh, and Paula tries to Miranda writes. Yes. <laughs> and, Andy's, and Andy's like, you're not a cop. Yeah. He's like, we don't do that here. You're not a cop. Piss off, ghost. It's over. <laughs> I like when there's... Like, you're a crazy person. After Heck gets shot, Paula runs. Ah! <laughs> I got the package! I got the package! I have the precious child! <laughs> no child left behind. <laughs> And this is what I think that we should have a new chapter. Because it's a completely different, it changes completely. Because now it's time for a court montage. Where Ricky ends up... Chapter 9? Moving it. Well, we don't get a new chapter yet. (laughs) Yes, it's court montage. And uh, he ends up moving in with the girl who found him on the horse and her family. Why did Who were called, I guess, to give statements because clearly they saw them. He posted well, the selfies. No, on it's media. funny because they show you the court montage and everybody tells exactly what happened. Because you see Paula, yeah, and I said I was the Terminator. <laughs> and then you see the girl, and, and I picked him up on my horse she and I brought him back. And then sausages. <laughs> and the dad, and I had him, I, I asked him for a selfie and he's my bro. <laughs> okay, but then they get custody of him as well. They're going to foster him. They're going to foster him. I'm sorry, say what now? (laughs) Again, my American is showing. (laughs) They're just going to, what? (laughs) This New Zealand legal system is weird. (laughs) That would never happen in the United States, I'm sorry. And they seem like great people. This is a movie. Yeah, I'm just lots saying. of batshit crazy things that would never actually happen happens in movies. We Why? Don't know. Because people who don't that write could, these things this, are not from this planet. This could be real. They live in La La Land. <laughs> they might live in Mordor. We don't know. So Mordor. Then we get at the Shire, and yes. I'm like, this is weird. We should have just started it before the court scene, or <laughs> and how long was Heck in jail? Oh. I'm about to say. <laughs> Good ask. Hector is released and he moves into a correctional rehabilitation and reintegration facility. And he's learning how to read. Mm-hmm. Ricky comes to visit and apologize. And he says, I'm sorry I got all caught up in being an outlaw because it was so much fun. But he says, 
I've been living with my new family for a year. <laughs> so heck, heck only got a year. Because he Which didn't is, really actually do yes, anything wrong. <laughs> I understand that. But I'm also surprised that he only got a year. I it's thought maybe weird. he was in there until like all the court stuff was over and they figured out that he really didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> but just the just the amount of resources they spent. Well, you got to think there's catch him would be a problem, yeah. but again, and, it's New Zealand. But that wasn't really his fault either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't. It's just odd that it just seemed odd. But uh, Ricky is like, I think you're really gonna like it there. They got a lot of land. It's right by the bush. They need help on the farm. And Heck's like, you're better off without me, kid. You don't want me to come live. In, in your new situation where he's like oh I just saw and he seems all sad and he's like alright I understand and he gets up to leave and Hex like actually wait I have something to say and he has a haiku which I also did not write down <laughs> but it's so good though it ends with no, it was okay. the best and it does call him a fat kid in it too I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that's on the IMDB in the quotes hold on let me find it Oh, yeah. Let's take five minutes to do that. And he's like, if I'm honest, I hate it here. It's full of old people. And Ricky's like, so are you going to come? And he's like, yeah, I'll come. And then he, Ricky gives him a hug. And he says, can't let a little twerp like you get all the credit for finding the bird anyway. So, <laughs> Me and this fat kid. We ran, we ate, and read books. And it was the best. <laughs> so they have a moment. And... <laughs> The movie ends with them venturing back into the bush to look for the bird with Tupac. And that's it. He, they've agreed that Ricky's allowed to call him uncle, but he's not allowed to shoot him. <laughs> not to shoot him. They each had one rule. I get to call you uncle, and you don't get to shoot me. <laughs> it's a good rule. Yep. All right, so that's the end. What would you think, John? Oh, I get to go first. Where, where did the dogs go? All dogs go to heaven. Um, Tupac is with Ricky because when they go back into the bush to oh, look for the bird, yeah, Tupac have. is there. Okay, and Tupac cool. was there even when he went and visited him at the okay. correctional. And Zag but is dead. Zag went to heaven. No, I know Zag's. Zag, <laughs> Zag, <laughs> with Zag, Officer Samir. Zag's living in a farm upstate. <laughs> I Officer looked it up too because this movie isn't that old and Tony was like, oh, that dog might actually still be alive. And it's listed on the cast, but it doesn't say age. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they You'll don't get usually age give information bios. or trivia about the dog. <laughs> Living in Palm Springs, real name Fido. Yeah. <laughs> actually lives on a farm. <laughs> anyway, just a New Zealand dog. Uh, so my favorite character is Heck. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character is um, Topaz. Paula, really? Yeah, she's so good though. In, in the beginning, she was good and entertaining, and then she just went batshit crazy. Where I know she's playing a satire of a real social worker, because that's what social workers would do. They would blow everything out of proportion and be fucking obnoxious, allegedly. <laughs> You've heard. I've heard. I don't really have any experience with social workers, but <laughs> yeah. Well, from what the, I hear, they're, it's in the best care. Have a way bigger caseload than is possible for them to get this wrapped up in. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because it's in the best needs of the child. Did you ask the child? No. We know what's best. But what about what the child wants? Who gives a shit? It's for their. Uh... Deal with a lot of coworkers or social workers in your work with the Jazz Triangle. Have, you have no idea. <laughs> jazz, the Jazz Triangle community is a crazy place. <laughs> It attracts you a lot see of... see their website. Whoa. You gotta be invited to that. Uh, I don't know. It's in the dark. Oh. <laughs> Alright, so, um, my favorite scene is when the, um, 
he goes and finds the bush people and the dad comes in he's like can i get a selfie because you just <laughs> didn't expect it that was the only time i actually laughed out loud <laughs> because it was really funny mm-hmm. um my favorite line is i'm like the terminator no i'm like the terminator and you're like sarah connor but like in the first one where she can't quite do chin-ups yet <laughs> because terminator um my favorite tertiary object was really hard for me to pick so i'm gonna go with toilet paper (laughs) because it's an important thing when you're out there in the bush you need toilet Mm -hmm. paper or anywhere yeah you poop right (laughs) anywhere otherwise it's a real shitty situation exactly and i didn't not like it and i didn't not like i'll give it a really a soft yay a soft yay a soft yay. Like, I was going to May Bay it until just this very second. <laughs> <laughs> so, make sure you put soft. S-A-W-F-T. Okay. Soft. soft. All okay. right, Elaine, your turn. All right, so my favorite character, first I wrote down Ricky, and then I wrote down Heck, and then I just was like, no, I love them both. I can't. <laughs> no, it's called favorite character. Not s- it's Sophie's choice. I mean, <laughs> You're having a real so Tony good. situation, but my favorite character is this person, this person, this person, this person. With a special mention of Paul. You get one. And Andy. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, I just... Oh, man. I love Ricky and Heck interacting together. Yeah. They're good I just, together. It's so good. They have they really good chemistry, well. so it's hard to pick just one. Uh, my least favorite character is Hugh, the bushman who wears the shorts. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Um... My favorite scene is the second encounter with the Bushmen. So, like, they just kind of burst out of nowhere, and then they're looking at each other, and then the heck and Ricky pull guns, and they're like, there's a $10,000 reward. Up. There's a reward around you guys. How much? $10,000. And Ricky's like, call it's one of the 20. And as they run away, Ricky flips <laughs> them off, gives them the double bird. Oh, so that just cracked me up. There's so many good scenes, but that one was my favorite. Someone really wants Jeez. to Oh, my God. <laughs> my dog or your dog? Which one? They run away. It's chill, but he's just rolling around. He doesn't want in. Oh. <laughs> so um, it was actually both of them because my dog was on his back and your dog was like rubbing his belly with his face. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing like when Achilles gets in the grass and yeah, he just keeps rolling. Oh, so you probably interrupted their weirdness. I didn't appreciate <laughs> that at all. Can you do that elsewhere now? Like, <laughs> Chael didn't move and Boss looked at me. <laughs> it's like, what? It's I not wasn't what it looks like. <laughs> okay, it is what it looks like. I can explain. <laughs> My favorite tertiary object is the song Sinner Man, mm. which is the one that they use at the end of the Thomas Crown Affair. Whoa, Sinner Man, whoa. Oh, the song is so good. Yep. Actually, There's the something soundtrack. Else, something else recently I just watched had it because I It's a real it good song. I quite enjoy it. And this whole soundtrack What's is really, really good. <laughs> I really like the score and the soundtrack of this. And it really made me think of Thor Ragnarok, and I was like, so that must be. That's got to be a thing of his, and Maybe. I wonder... There were a couple times I was like, this music is a little more dramatic than is necessary, but it was good. It, it was, was good. Enjoyable. I like it. Um, so they this, come from the land of the ice and snow? I gotta tell you, this movie was very See, strange. It was. And I really liked it. Really? <laughs> a lot. I would watch it again right now. <laughs> Oh. Which is Tony's gauge for if you yay a movie. I was like, I was sad I didn't get to watch it again while John watched it. <laughs> because it just was, I was like, what is, what, what? what? Okay. Why? What? 
Okay, I got you. You, we, you covered it. I just... made Tony wait till I was awake today to watch good. it because I wanted good. to watch it. Because the first time I watched it was on my phone. And when I took my notes, half of it was on my phone and half of it was on the TV. I was like, I want to watch it all the way through on a regular screen. <laughs> and I want to watch it all the way through like we did it this morning. So it's like, I want to see it. It's just, it's really well written. I really like the way the dialogue is presented. And it's just good. I like it. Audra, watch this movie. Watch this? Oh <laughs> my God, Netflix. watch this. And I want to say it was free somewhere else, too. Yeah, she's got mm-hmm. Netflix. I know. <laughs> Someone hacked her Netflix. <laughs> and upgraded her to premium. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony. <laughs> she's, she's pretty pissed. <laughs> I'd be pissed, too. <laughs> And I was sad we didn't notice that we could watch movies in 4K. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't me. My favorite character was Hector. Or Hector, sorry. Just Hector. Hey. My least favorite character was also Paula for exactly the same things John said. I love that she turned insane. <laughs> My favorite scene is the ending when they get together and he decides he's going to go back with them to the crazy dude's house and the <laughs> majestic old girl. <laughs> My favorite line is the one John stole about the Terminator, obviously. And my favorite tertiary I object. thought you were going to use that, and I was like, ah. I, I almost picked another I one. I have a backup. I just was thinking, what was your favorite line? The one from the funeral. Oh. <laughs> I almost went back, because I wanted to make it the one where she keeps saying his problem. Um, Paula keeps saying his problem yeah. is he kicks things and breaks things and throws and things. Spits on and things spits and things. runs yeah, away. Yeah, like, she has like this long... That she keeps saying about him, like, every time she talks about him, but whatever. I mean, you didn't have a backup line? Nah. Wow. Sorry, dude. Favorite tertiary object, I like Hector's gray wool cap <laughs> that he wears for some reason. I just thought it was really cool in the movie. And I, I thought you might like that sweater he has on at the end, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not bad, too. You know, it's getting colder out, Tony. I mean, oh, it's, it's coming, it's believe me. Fucking Tony and his sweater. It's getting there. Weather. It's getting there. And I'll give you the movie. I liked it a lot. And how you feel? Because I'm looking forward to wearing more blazers. <laughs> yeah, I forgot you, you to pull off say my favorite line, but it's I do, that I one I read from I the funeral sweater, huh? oh, okay. about the first door, and behind that first door is Fanta Doritos, <laughs> 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 and Coke Zero, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Jesus. <laughs> I also enjoyed Faulkner's Ca Ca Asian. Wow, well, they got that wrong because you're obviously white. <laughs> also Hector and my least favorite character is also Hugh my favorite scene is the one with Tony when Ricky goes to visit him at the group home basically till the end the epilogue <laughs> there's really no like crazy amazing scene they're all pretty good to me I feel like you know? I also really liked the little memorial to Zag and then the spreading that of the ashes really, oh, yeah. I was like, this is the saddest part of the movie I know I, I almost want to pick it I favorite. almost picked the rocks with Zag on it. I was like, that's a little bit that of a downer. That was really good. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, my favorite line, I picked the one where they say, okay, so what do we do now? We run, and then they run from it, and they're out of breath. They're like, wait, wait, maybe we don't need to run. Okay, yeah, let's just fast walk. <laughs> and then my favorite tertiary object was the hot water bottle. Oh yeah, that made that showed Ricky that <laughs> someone cared about him. Fire and it melted and put the <laughs> put the wall fire out. Put the fire and then out at the end he gets that melted. green one because he's got a hat and now he wants a hot water bottle. Yeah. so I liked that. Touch. What did she call it? 
hottie. A hottie. A hottie. A hottie. Put a hottie in your bed, and I was that's like, it. what did you yeah, put Yeah, I know. I was like, what? <laughs> and he looks, and I think that's like... I was a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah. ...a caring thing that nobody had ever done for him. Yeah. She warmed up his bed for him. Yeah. Actually, John, imagine how nice it would be if... You, remember when you had the electric blanket on the bed upstairs, and you would turn it on to the bed get toasty? <laughs> it always reminds me, there's some movie I watch. I want to say it's like the Pirates movie or something, but there's some movie I watch uh, once in a while where... They have like hot coals. Yeah, in a, in a, it's the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth they put it in Swans and they warm the bed. Yeah. warms up the bed. Yeah. <laughs> her, it's her, always like, wow, that seems her, like a my dangerous. Her my side maid. of the bed is right next to where the heating and cooling vent is, so that takes care of that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's pretty chilly in the summer, though. Like, it's something about how the vent is placed. It, like, pumps the air right into the bed. It's, it's a cold mm-hmm. breeze. I don't like it. Tony would like it, but I wouldn't. All right, so I also ate it. So I, I hope saying. so. You picked it. <laughs> and I watched it Only three Tony needs his own movies. In the last three weeks. And I'm yeah. Three times. I would watch it again tonight. I, I thought it was great. <laughs> I'm watching Iron Man 3, so you guys can go ahead. <laughs> I'm not watching anything tonight. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. I'm but, also going to bed. All right. Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. On Twitter at UnmoviePodcast, on Instagram at UnmoviePodcast. You can email UnmoviePodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Next week. Um, do you podcast. have a song? Yes, I do. Is Elaine's pick. So, I was thinking, we've been talking a lot. Phantom Fathom Events is going to do Transformers 86. So, we've been talking a lot about that with our friends lately and how much John loves that movie. It's one of his favorites. If you got I'm the sorry, church, what? The only one he likes better is Star Trek 2. So I thought, <laughs> we've we also of, been talking about. The Wrath of And we've also seen Fathom the Thing. But, so we've been talking, and I'm like, it's been a really long time since I did a cartoon. So I was going to do a cartoon. But then. What was the cartoon you were going to do? I was going to pick Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Mm. Never seen it. Which is real good. But we'll circle back to it because I said the word cronk, and then I had to look it up. And I can do The Emperor's New Groove. Boom, baby. So uh, I am going to do The Emperor's New Groove. Which I've is actually one of seen that. The greatest Disney movies ever made. Wow. It's okay. so good. Did you make us watch Fantasia or something? I did not make you watch Fantasia. <laughs> I do love Fantasia. Well, you maybe watch Fantasia then. The I'm kids sure didn't you... like Fantasia. She kept putting it on for them. It's a My mom really liked it. They but... liked the second one better, but it wasn't really for them. It wasn't for me when like my Beauty mom Beast, got very into Gaston's it. Gaston's awesome. He was, he's the hero. I mean, he was right. Yeah. There was a beast who kidnapped a girl and he went to go get her. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded it on my phone so I could just... make a birthday song? Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> I love Hector in this scene. He's yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> Trifecta. We're not supposed to all be quiet during the trifecta. <laughs> Seriously, if you like, if this sounds interesting, watch this movie. <laughs> I have to know what Audra thinks about this movie. If you haven't seen it, Audra, you gotta watch it and tell me. Nicole will like it too. <laughs> and DJ, actually around Christmas, let us know. Mac will hate it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>